watch movie-based video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, and Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. Are we recording already, or? Yeah, I hit record just so in case we say anything interesting. Say something that, say something cool. Yeah. Well, I, I wish I had something cool to say. Not much is going on, man. Since the last time uh, you and I recorded, I guess I've I've played a lot more games and such. But you know, that's this isn't really the podcast where we discuss that stuff. But you know, uh, yeah, I'm doing a, a Call of Cthulhu for the show. Uh, spoilers on that the, the game's got an awesome story but that's about it and uh it, so. yeah i don't i don't really <sighs> yeah i don't really care for the rest of the game it's like a first person uh murder mystery type of thing sort of uh but you go through different chapters and you don't have like any weapons or anything which is my main thing that i hate because when you are being attacked you don't have anything but like stealth and the stealth system in the game is not so great and I, what I do like is like I said the story is based off of Lovecraft uh, novel which uh, one of the more famous ones Call of Cthulhu so that's pretty cool and then uh, the way that puzzles are handled in the game are uh, based off of uh, varying factors and you can actually solve a lot of the puzzles in multiple different ways and that will affect the story as you go. So all that's pretty cool. And I mean, it looks, it looks all right. James seems to be having a lot of fun with it. So, so someone's getting through it. Hopefully, he'll make all the way. I, I got to chapter six, which is a little over halfway, I think, and I was kind of noped out of it. But, but uh, yeah, we're we're set to record Saturday for that, I think. And uh, then I've also been playing uh, Disco Elysium which uh, hopefully I'll be joining you guys on that show. And I, I almost don't want to hear what uh, Sighton has to say about that because I already know he's going to hate it. Well, I think um, if he doesn't like it, he doesn't have to play it since you're going to be playing it. So that, That's true too. But, um, but yeah, he, it just it doesn't seem like something he's going to enjoy. Um, just uh, the, the writing and stuff too is, is not something that I think he would like i'm not i'm not trying to say he's like stupid because i don't think he is you know it's just like uh certain people like things written and done a certain way and the type of things that he likes are very different from what this is it's uh it's written very like in a almost like a novel like fashion and it is so good uh as far as i can't i don't know if you yeah it's it's really great now the the story itself is is pretty convoluted and sometimes when they're going in depth about like um the areas and stuff uh because it's not based in our world it's kind of based in this uh it's really weird like you, you don't get it at all at first but it's based in this world that like there's these towns or islands and in between them is like known as like the white or something like that and when you're in that area, like, you cease to exist, but there's these boats that they've learned in the past, like, 50 years or something that they can travel between these different lands. And before that, they didn't realize there was all these different areas. 
and they're slowly ceasing to exist like encroaching on themselves and stuff very very strange stuff but all the lands are like based off of real lands in uh you know on earth so you'll have like your orient and your you know india and russia and france and all this stuff but they call them completely different things and sometimes they'll go in depth about this stuff and my eyes just tend to glaze over because it's one of those deals where they're like you know they're calling one thing that you know very well something else and you're supposed to keep all this in in your head and it's difficult to do but outside of that the the main story and all that it's just superb so yeah but we're not here to talk about any of that i'm sorry have you been uh you've been playing or doing anything real cool just before we get started uh just the next game uh we're playing for the show uh whatever um Nick picked. Yeah, Nick picked. Uh, I can't remember what's called at this point. At this point, but I haven't really played it. I played it for like an hour or two. So uh, I just basically did the tutorial. It's kind of like a um, strategy RPG type game. So fair enough. But uh, I just have to get through that so I can get to Disco. That's kind of what my carrot is, I guess. But <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, Nick, Nick seemed like he was liking it a lot, and Seton was seeming like he hated it. So. Yeah. I'll probably yeah. fall in the middle somewhere. I don't know. Just if it has a good story, I'll be fine. But it seems very like trial and error, and like the error is like starting over half the stage again, which I'm not gonna like. <laughs> I already told him. I'm, yeah. I already told him playing on easy because I don't. These kind of games like very like frustrate me a lot because I. Yeah. It's, I feel like I'm wasting a lot of time. Like, like I don't want to have to. The only way to win is like to know what like what the enemy is gonna do or. Hey, there's a surprise enemy here. Don't waste all your stuff. You know, waste all your heals or whatever. You know, so right. Um, either read a guide or waste time. So I don't like those kind of games that much. But we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> I don't. Yeah. So I guess uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird to host from a phone. But uh, if you're still with us, uh, this is Video Games the Movie, the podcast where we talk about video games based off of or rather movies based off of video games or or shows sometimes we'll do those as well and uh, i'm one of your hosts blaine jay and with me is cujo um but you probably know that if you're still around uh the show that we're going to or the movie that we decided upon uh was uh, one of the final fantasy films uh it was one that before my rewatch was in fairly high regard for me um and that is final fantasy advent children now, did you watch the complete version or the original? I think I watched... Well, I, I'm going to say I probably watched the original. Let me see. I've got uh, two-disc special edition Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. I bought this DVD when I was 20-something, so it's probably the original. Okay. So you're probably, is, yours is probably a little bit better than mine, your experience, because I did the complete version... Mm. Which is on, I just got it like rented it for three bucks on Amazon. Okay. So it's Final Fantasy Advent Children Complete, and basically it ad- adds a lot of scenes with that dumb kid like Denzel. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, so most of it is just added scenes with him. I'm like, no, for the love of God, do- I do not care about Denzel. Please. Doing stop. what though? Like skipping rocks, or I mean, uh, shows, he's like, like how, a how Cloud met him and. Uh, oh, who cares? Scenes of him first getting the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, whatever disease. The disease or whatever? Yeah. 
the Mako something, I can't remember what they called it. Effectively, those of you that have played Final Fantasy VII, what it is is it's a continuation of the game Final Fantasy VII, right? And uh, there's like this new disease that has emerged that afflicts Cloud, this stupid kid Denzel, who I don't remember from the game. Was Denzel in the game? No, that's the thing. He wasn't in the game. Yeah. I, so, I didn't think he was. So that's why they kind of show more of him in the complete version. Um, but whose kid is he? Is he just some random-ass bitch that started hanging out with Marine and uh, uh, Barrett? So if you watch the complete version, you'll find out that his parents right, died I... <laughs> when Sector 7 fell. Uh, uh, and then so he's an orphan. Um, okay. And then he's like being a little whiny bitch because uh, he doesn't have anybody. And then he's by the church where Cloud lives now. And Cloud left, you know, they left his cell phone on his motorcycle, as you do. Right. And uh, it ring, or he grabs it and just, like, goes through it, and it's all seventh heaven. And so he, he dials it and hangs up, and then it dials back, and it's Tifa. So, so you can see how boring this already is. Uh yeah, so, I'm already not listening. Yeah, and then Cloud finds <laughs> and then he takes them to Tifa's, so... Okay. Yeah. So that that was... The main problem I had with, with it was if there was an action going on, I was trying to do anything else. I was reaching for my phone. I, at one point, I grabbed magic cards, and I'm sorting them. I'm like, what am I doing? I just... I couldn't keep... Uh, my eyes on the screen unless it was one of the fights of which there are several good ones I'll, I'll give it that like the way this movie looks is still phenomenal to me it, it still really does hold up like yeah. some of the the well, face they re- stuff so i remastered it or the the one i watched was the remastered version so it's hd so it looks really good and they like so some of the stuff they did add was cool is like you know i don't know if in the original they got beat up like they got like dirty or a scar like when they got hurt, they like you can see scuff marks on their face and stuff. I mean, a little bit, yeah. But they, I guess, they added more of that in the complete version. Nice. Yeah, it. It's I don't know. Stigma it, is what what everyone gets. That's what it's called. Ah, uh, okay. But it, uh, yeah, it was just a lot of um, exposition that I didn't give a shit about. It was a lot of stuff to um, try and bring back. Sephiroth as a character because you know spoilers for Final Fantasy 7 he doesn't fare so well uh, at the end of that of course he's like a um, child of uh, Genova if you read through all this crap the wiki and all the explanations like the Sephiroth that you, I think in the first, second or third disc you fight is like the real Sephiroth and after that or or no, the real Sephiroth's not... You don't really fight him until the end. They're all just, like, Genova clones of him. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's hard to tell which is the real one or if that's even him that died. But basically, yeah, he uh, he has remnants, like, in the life stream of himself. And they manifest into these uh, three guys in this movie. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but... Uh, no, not really. It's like... Their explanation is just, like, yeah, he's... Sephiroth is uh, because of the alien of the Genova in the live stream that manifests as the physical and with the Genova cells they can create Sephiroth again 
because reasons, but right. <laughs> and those those three guys are basically what carry the movie. They keep uh, attacking various members of the Final Fantasy VII team, and, up and uh, Reno, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Rude. Rude. Reno and Rude. Yeah, they they are actually more more good guys in this than anything else. They're, they're actually like the one thing in this movie that I really did like. I liked their uh, friendship and, you know, the one guy's kind of the straight man and the one guy's the, you know, the comic uh, effectively, but they're actually, you know, good fighters in their own right. And they actually, you know, help the team and so on and so forth. Um, Hello. Have you played Final Fantasy seven remake yet? Uh, no, no, I haven't. I've, I've got it because it was free for uh, whatever, but I haven't played it yet. You should play it because they go more into that their relationship and stuff in the game. And oh, that's cool. I guess technically, um, they're all the the Final Fantasy like uh, offshoots are all connected to Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, oh, okay. So there's like a point in the end game of Final Fantasy Remake where there's a boss. And they're three, like, um, basically representations of uh, the guys from the movie, this movie. Huh. They're, they're fighting, All right. Their fighting styles are the same, basically. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know where these guys came from. I, I didn't care about them at all. I just know they're the quotations bad guys because they start attacking everybody. You know. So I guess we can go like into the plot spoilers. <laughs> I yeah, I mean plot quotation mark. Uh, yeah. Because there there really isn't much of one, right? It's just these three guys are going after uh, Mother, which is Genova, because they want to uh, reawaken Sephiroth, who wants to use the planet the same way Genova did to like fly through the cosmos and cause shit. I guess. But, uh, he wants right. To yeah, like he explains it kind of at the end. Did you watch it with English or yeah, yeah. subtitles? I watched it English because I couldn't pay attention to the screen to read the yeah. subtitles. So, so did I. So, yeah, anyways, um, he kind of explains it like at the very, very end that he is just using the planet to carry it to another planet so he can take over that planet. But then Cloud's like, So, what are you going to do with this one? And he's like, That's up to you. And then they fight. I'm like, What? didn't answer anything <laughs> no like, no fighting yeah just it's it's pretty weak like yeah so basically this is, this... yeah it's like those three guys are trying to find mother or um uh, Genova, which they call mother uh to resurrect sephiroth and they don't know where it is and basically uh shinra has it the whole time right and Shinra's got the disease. Yeah. Somehow he lived after the explosion in Final Fantasy VII. Because reasons. Because of reasons. Um, yeah. Uh, the plot's not so great. Everyone comes back together. Uh, made some major eye roll moments. Um, well, they don't even not like, least. I, I don't like it when it's just uh, Deuce Ex Machina stuff. It's like, oh, we're showing up because it's time for us to show up. Nothing like. Yeah. Like I liked when, uh, like, when, at least when Vincent showed up, he's like, "This is where I've been hanging out," you know. Yeah. But, sure, sure. But uh, everyone else, like at the end, it's just like, "Yep, we're here." We we haven't explained why Barrett hasn't been around Marlene at all, so just accept that. Yeah, they did briefly at the beginning. He found a uh, oil well. 
that oh, would okay. produce, you know, he says, yeah, I just found an oil well that's going to keep us in money for what I'll be back next month, Marlene, you know, that kind of. Oh, so it was just like a throwaway line that if you didn't pay attention. Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, so like Barrett was out for oil uh, and found like the mother load, I guess. I, I really, I don't know. But yeah, that explains why he's absent and why Tifa is alone for that one fight in the church. Yeah. Which is, you know, I remember that as back in the day. I remember that particular fight as being really good. Rewatching it, it was it was okay. But you know, these aren't these aren't as good as what you remember. Right. Um, and also, like, you probably are more hyped about it because you've probably played it more recently, or yeah. we played it so much when we were younger that it's more like. Oh, that's that limit break they're they're doing. You know what I mean? Like they're technically exactly doing, they're doing all the limit breaks, but at this point, I couldn't tell what was what. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it, and and that's the thing. This is really it reminds me a lot of um, Final Fantasy After Years, where on like you know Final Fantasy Four, where if you're like a huge huge fan, this is kind of more of the same, yeah. um, but not really adding anything to it. You it's know, Die Hard Two. Yeah, well, Die Hard 2, I, hmm, I, I kind of like Die Hard 2 almost better than 1, but uh, I don't know. I, 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 I like all the first three Die Hards, though. It's 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 uh, hard to choose. I, actually, probably 3 is the best one. I think, uh, same. Uh, well, I'm a Die Hard 1, like, original, biggest fan. Like, I like Die Hard 2, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's, like, almost eye-rolling, like, the same exact things happening again with the same exact guy. Well, sure. So you have to follow. suspend your disbelief on something like that, but yeah, that's you know, where the, I lost the, like I lost the immersion on that one. That's where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, here's this beat. It's like beat for beat. So you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why yeah. I, I didn't like it so much. But that's kind of what this is like. It's like, oh, here's your great like, hey, you want some more fights and you want all your favorite characters back? Here's some. Here they are. Because I was reading. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's like internet research where it's like it might be true, it might be BS, but um, you know, on the wikis and stuff. But I guess this is only supposed to be like a twenty-minute movie, and then uh, was it Norobu or whoever uh, directed this? Uh, Nobua, um, whatever. I can't remember. Yeah, Japanese name. Uh, Nobua, the guy that did the Final Fantasy game, he did this too. Right. Um, yeah. What well, you know. But he uh, he's only gonna do twenty minutes. But then there's so much hype around it. He made it a whole a whole movie. So yeah. I get it. Like, I, you probably want to give people what they want, and it's just it's you can tell it's stretched. Like there's not it wasn't oh, yeah. it was meant to be a thing. And it's like uh, watching like a cutscene from a video game for two hours. It's like I want I feel like I should be doing something in between. Like I should be fighting battles or grinding or something. You know before. <laughs> At the very least, have like quick time events, you know. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's effectively it. It's uh, well, yeah, it's... Nerf, and they nerf Cloud because they give him the geo stigma, so that way he doesn't. There's like an explanation why he's not just destroying these guys. Well, they also there's a another throwaway line from Tifa where she's talking about why Cloud is able to keep up with those three and they're not. Uh, something about him like refining the strength they had before they uh you know won at the end of final fantasy 7 that that they all found an inner strength that they had somehow lost and they weren't as powerful as they once were or something yeah, but cloud somehow refound it 
That's BS. No one would ever say that. <laughs> yeah, that I make, mean, does that make any sense? It's like oh, it, he, it doesn't. You know, oh, he thing. tapped into this hidden power that we don't have anymore. It's very much Rocky, where he's like, you know, you had the eye of the tiger, and I gotta, you now you gotta find it again because Clubber Lane beat the crap out of you and like, took it away. More logical thing would be like, yeah, we stopped uh, working out after we beat Sephiroth because you know there was no more threats in the world. But Cloud, sure. Cloud's been paranoid the whole time, and he just kept going at it. Oh, okay, that makes more sense than he just found. Then whatever, he yeah. Found the magic. He found the magic deep down in. <laughs> I mean, they're all they're all magic, but uh, I don't. Yeah, it's whatever. But yeah, the biggest eye roll moment for me was the one where uh, every character throws Cloud just a little bit higher. <laughs> And it's like, well, there's clearly these towers to either side that he could just be jumping from tower to tower, you know? Yeah. And instead, they have this, like, full two, three-minute long scene where it's like, oh, and now this guy's got to throw him 40 feet higher. And for some reason, like, each each character is a little higher than the other one. And then, like, when he runs out of towers and stuff, the last one to throw him is fucking Eris, even though, you know, she's dead. Big spoiler there. Eris didn't make it. Uh, but I guess her ghost throws his ass the last 50 feet to take down this thing. Well, she throws um, my version, like, he was just, like, he went to the white and then just remembered her, and that's, like, gave him, like, an extra adrenaline boost. Oh, sure. To jump off of what, though? He was already, he was already flying through the air. He just powered him up. Sure. But <laughs> she grabs his hand and, like, throws him a little further. That's the whole scene is they're each throwing him a little bit more so he can make the jump as this thing is, like, flying towards outer space or whatever. She doesn't really throw him. It's just in his mind. Oh. Oh, okay. But but then what did he jump off of? He's already in, flying through the air. <laughs> Okay, but he he clearly he clearly got a boost when she ghost Eris. It, it, that's his eye roll. It, it's bad, QJ. You can't explain it away. I can explain it any way I want. You don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but a, a lot lot of cheese in this movie. A lot of like motorcycle fights that were completely unnecessary. For some reason, Cloud has a motorcycle that it's uh, what do they they call that front end on, on a bike? I, I can't. Oh. They did make one change to Cloud, which was interesting, I thought, which was uh, Stephanie having the Buster Sword, he, like, used it as, like, Zack's grave marker. Yeah. Um, And then he has, like, eight different swords that, like, combine into one sword that are, like, all, like, stored in his motorcycle, which I thought was pretty neat, I guess. Like, they have a different style for him. I guess. I I thought it was really stupid. Uh, I thought it looked dumb. Uh, look like something that you would come up with when you're a kid. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I had this motorcycle that the front end yeah. folded out and I had like eight different swords? Yeah, I'm probably yeah. looking at it through like my kid eyes because like I still can't help but get nostalgia like uh, goosebumps anytime Zach and Aerith are on screen. Like I, sure, I'm like really, I'm still feeling this way after like. 20 years later you know, like no no and, and you will because anything that you know i'm a little older than you and uh when i played final fantasy 7 i was you know 17 or something like that 18 and um no i yeah 16 17 somewhere in there but i was a little bit older so like it didn't hit me in the fields as much as uh, final fantasy 2 II and 3 which i played in like you know sixth and seventh grade kind of thing that's when i played final um, 
Right. So, you know, stuff from that era, it just like, it'll always be with you and you'll have like this nostalgia for it, even though you like logically know it's dumb as hell. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> you know, like I replayed uh, Final Fantasy four from uh, my show um, with James last month. And, you know, that's absolutely it, it probably is my favorite Final Fantasy hit or uh, six. You know, those are probably my two favorites and nine. Yeah. Um, but going back to uh, to play four, it was like I couldn't believe like how just like actual bad a lot of the story and stuff was just like cheesy and stupid and dumb and you know you know and you're just going man this man this stuff when i was a kid like seemed so serious and real and you know it's just it's just not yeah you like use your imagination too as a kid so it's like i thought this was like this but that's probably just like adding to it with your imagination like logically if this happened this is probably what happened before you know like you're filling in the gaps Right. Where now as an adult, you're just like, I don't, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, but, you know, it, I do have some nostalgia for it. And anyone that does have nostalgia for Final Fantasy VII, uh, this should, you know, it's a must watch and you probably have already seen it. Yeah. You know, overall, I don't hate the movie. I just, I also don't like it. it uh, other than the fight scenes and stuff, like I said, I was just kind of boring. Um, it does. A lot of just. It does drag on too long, and if you watch the uh, the up the upgraded version, they add more useless scenes of people that you don't care about. Um, yeah, there are there are a bunch of things they change. Like they add like some more Reen and Rude stuff in there, I guess. Well, that's cool. Um, my computer just froze, so I can't. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Sorry, I was gonna read off some of the stuff. Oh, it's it's fine. Like I, you know, and I liked the the Reno and Rude stuff because they felt fresh. They they were the one thing that didn't feel like they were just like reheating last week's leftovers. You know, um, they totally jacked a few characters up. Like they didn't bring the whole cat suit for cat safe. Thank God they just had them riding the back of Red X, uh, and they, they for some that. reason they changed that in the uh, version I watched. Oh, did they? <laughs> well, when they first showed him, he's on the Moogle, but uh, but later in the game, yeah, he's on, or later in the in the movie, he's on Red Thirteen. Yeah, when you first see him, he's on there. But uh, they made him Scottish in my version for yes. some reason. I, I was going to say something about that. What the hell was that all about? <laughs> I, I don't. Know. I thought maybe you knew. <laughs> They're just like, and now he's Scottish. And I was like, well, that Art- wasn't a thing. I guess. I guess they just want diversity, you know, amongst the cast. And, like, for the most part, I felt like it was voiced pretty well. I didn't love Barrett, and I didn't like that they gave him, you know, like, I guess dreadlocks now and stuff. Instead of just being, like, a bald Mr. T-looking motherfucker, they changed him a little bit, which I was like, whatever. You know, but it was, it was good enough. Like, they got the general, you know. And Tifa, I thought, was, like, a little muted, too. Like, I could have swore she had way bigger boobs in Final Fantasy VII uh, cutscenes and whatnot. But, you know, she still looks pretty good and, and was voiced well. Um, I wanted to punch Maureen right in the face. I hated her, um, but I don't like kids, so maybe that's it. Yep. Uh, Rachel and Lee uh, did, uh, Tifa's voice. Who did? Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, really? Rachel Lee? I know the name. Um, uh, I think she was in, like a Scooby Doo movie, and 
what she's good for. she's all that oh yeah yeah I, I i i know i know who she is but yeah um where, like where they took take the nerd make her hot movie like from 1990s right that's her. sure yeah rachel lee cook um i didn't love cloud but like i hate cloud so the guy that got to do the voice was basically what i thought that dude would sound like you know just like a whiny bitch and that's kind of kind of came across very disappointing about cloud like they keep trying to make him like zach but they just can't like you can't no because he's a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) he's he's not quite squall levels of shit but he's bad you know and i wish people didn't have the love for him that they seemingly have uh, because there are a lot cooler characters in Final Fantasy 7. I mean, there's way cooler characters in 6. Yeah. Um, but in 7, like, Vincent's a more interesting character I'd like to know more about. Even Barrett. Um, oh, Sid, Vincent, you know? Vincent looked badass in this in this movie. Like, when they first, oh, yeah. when he shows up and we're like, oh, okay, I want to see more Vincent. The only thing I don't like about Vincent is his goddamn clown shoes. Why is his shoes so yeah, well, it looks like he'd trip over himself. Well, vampire feet, um, the toenails—you can't clip them; they just keep anyway. Oh, uh, gross. But yeah, but and that was like he was one of my least favorite characters in Final Fantasy VII, the game, because in the game he just like he's a missable character, and there's not a lot of exposition regarding him. They don't really explain a lot of his past and stuff, which made him a more interesting character to try and flesh out in the movie but they really didn't other than he was hanging out in that whatever glowing forest place was and you know that he's a badass and looks cool you know i I guess that maybe what dirge of cerberus is that the name of it does but i've never actually played that game for more than 10 minutes because it's trash right uh and so So. the villains from dirge of cerberus Mm -hmm. show up in remakes DLC. So they're all oh, nice. So they're bringing everything together. So I feel like, um, well, of course, Yuffie gets really fleshed out in the DLC, and I'm guessing Vincent's going to be as well. Uh, sure. I mean, he is like one of the more interesting ones because he used to be a Turk and all that kind of stuff. And then Hojo got a hold of him and he became like vampire and all this kind of stuff. So. Like, I really like Vincent's uh, character, and I like Sid. I, I can't wait to, like, the second part, because that's where, to me, the more co- interesting characters are in that second part of the gonna game. going to start showing up, sure. Besides Cat. Red 13, who I've always called Red X, and I know that's not his name, but he's got a bunch of numbers after him, and I just see an X, and I go, yeah, that's it. But um, And then uh, they do play uh, One-Winged Angel. I don't know if they did in your version, but my version, like, when Sephiroth shows off shows up oh yeah yeah one wing angel starts playing you get the chills like i always get chills when i first hear it i can't help it (laughs) i i don't uh that it's never had that effect on me but they had a lot of nods to uh different musics and stuff the one guy's phone rings and it's the um battle music win you know you know and then just music playing in the background you'll notice are uh like reimaginings of various songs from final fantasy 7 and such there are some that are just like straight up it too but yeah i mean the music was good the visuals were good the story was not um but what are you going to do? This was, like I said, this was reheating last week's dinner. 
and uh, you get what you get. I liked it a lot as a kid, and by kid, I mean, you know, 20-something, enough to buy it and not, you know, it's one of, like, maybe 20 DVDs I still have. Um, so, you know, I saved all my video game DVDs in case we were going to do them for this show. I just have them available. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, it's it's nostalgic and kind of cool. So, yeah. And then uh, at the very end, like, I guess... Cloud does die, but then they bring him back to life. Well, yeah. That's I the mean, thing I don't like about the like the ending. It's like, why? A, if he's gonna die, why? Like, why just bring him right back to life? Like, well, you know, one hundred percent, they're gonna bring uh, Eris back, um, or have some way to save her in the remake because that was like the one thing that everybody wanted. Same with six, with like General Leo and so on and so forth, you know, Tella and four. It's like everyone is always like clamoring and wanting these characters not to die. And then they cave like in Final Fantasy four, the, all the subsequent remakes since the uh, Super Famicom, Super Nintendo version, uh, you can get everyone back at the end, except for Tella who just like outright dies. Um, General Leo uh, was never made a playable character outside of that one little scene, but I remember there were like uh, Game Genie and Game Shark codes that you could uh, use to where you could have him in your party later in the game, but if you uh, did certain things, it would just like crash your game and uh, corrupt your file. Um, so, you know, people have always wanted these things, and they're not going to kill off Cloud because he's their fucking moneymaker, and they want to squeeze every last red cent out of the guy so but i think um they're not gonna just change the i think like final fantasy 7 happened and it's like this is a new like like alternate universe is what it is yeah because uh it's like Aerith. like i don't i don't want to ruin it too much for people that haven't played the remake but it's almost like they kind of know what's going to happen somehow and Sephiroth mm. shows up way, way earlier than he ever did. Um, well, he had to because, you know, if he didn't show up in this first installment, people would have whined. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, so I think it's more of a alternate take on it. And, yeah, there's other things that happen. Uh, if you listen to our podcast on the the game, you will you can hear our takes on that. But, um, but yeah, I think... Uh, this is going to be part of it too somehow i don't know how what they're going to do but i think maybe there's a future part where they have this in there or maybe there's going to be dlc at the end of the final fantasy 7 remake where this is going to be maybe playable i mean that might be better if it was playable so yeah who knows yeah they, they they've definitely made more stuff for final fantasy 7 than for any other Final Fantasy, you know, like side stuff because you've got the the Dirge Cerberus, this movie, there was a mobile game, I think, there's a Crisis Core, um, you know, the remake. was as close as a 13 because they had like 13-1, or 13-2, 13-3. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like you're saying, it's, if you want, if you have the nostalgia for Final Fantasy VII, um, give it a, I would rent it, uh, it's probably not something you want to buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently I paid twelve ninety five for it 20 years ago. 
Yeah, so I just rented still got bucks the... on Amazon, so you can stream it from there. Yeah, and I've got I spent I think I mentioned it last time I spent three or four bucks on this thing I've got here, which is Final Fantasy X, but it's all the it's four bucks I spent four dollars on this thing. It's all the uh, cutscenes of Final Fantasy X that they like just put on a DVD and put in like really pretty packaging, and you just watch it as though it were a movie, and uh, it's real bad. This is probably really boring too. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy X, like, I liked the game, but the story was kind of whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, and I probably, like, that's one that I haven't went back and replayed because everyone, like, bags on it pretty hard, so I'm thinking it's probably not nearly as good as I remember. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I, I can remember now Titus was kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Titus was kind of annoying to me even back then, and then, like... I didn't watch Futurama back then, so, like, um, Waka didn't immediately sound exactly like uh, Bender, because um, it's the same voice actor, and I've watched some cutscenes since then, I'm like, oh, that's just gonna, if I go back and replay it, all I'm gonna be thinking is, hey, that's Bender, you know, the whole time, so... Also, his name's Waka. Right. It reminds me of Fonzie or Fozzie Bear. So, oh sure, Waka Waka Waka. So that doesn't help him either. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a comic relief character to begin with. Uh, although he is a good like character in game. Like he's the one that's always you know taking the pratfalls and having the jokes you know and stuff. So, but yeah, um, yeah, check this out. Uh, Overall, it's like, you know, if I had to give it an actual rating, it's like a 2 out of 5, maybe a 3 out of 5, if you're, like, super nostalgic for Final Fantasy VII. You know, I don't want to sound like it's the worst movie ever made, but, like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't rebuy it at $12 now if I didn't own it, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I'd probably say it's about 3 for me, but uh, I wouldn't buy it either. Uh, we've watched way worse. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, and hopefully we'll watch uh, way worse next time. Have you given any thought as to what you might want to cover for the next one or have uh, no ideas whatsoever? Well, it was your pick, so I... Oh, is it really? Well, let's do, um, and I won't make you watch the entirety of it, maybe pick a couple of episodes of Captain in the Game Master. Okay. Yeah, sound good? Like, there's some, there's some pretty good ones. There's, like, one over... Like, I don't care which one you watch. Um, there's one over Dragon Warrior, which is neat. There's one over, like, Bayou Billy. Like, they did a lot that were specifically over individual games. Um, basically, it was a, just a big commercial for Nintendo when I was a kid, but I didn't realize it as a kid. You know, the animation's horrible. The voice acting is atrocious. Um, and, yeah, I, I love it. I've, I've got that, I'm in that pocket where I was, you know, six, eight years old when that shit came out, and I was watching it and the Mario Brothers Super Show and all that. And So, yeah, let's check a couple of those out, and uh, you can tell me about, you know, what you saw, and uh, I'll gab about what I saw, I guess. Sounds good. All right, so until then, I never know how to end this podcast. I assume we've already got 30, 40 minutes down because it feels like I've been talking that long. Yeah, we got about 40. Uh, I, I always just go, well, maybe the next one will be a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, maybe the next one will be a good one. Uh, I'd like to think it is, although I know in my heart of hearts it's not, because every time I get nostalgic for it, I've got the complete box set, and I go to start watching them. I'll get through, like, maybe two, three episodes, and I'll go, yeah, that, that that's enough. And then I just put it up. I, I, I never, like, you what know. What do you think will be the one that, like, holds up? 
which one do I think will hold up the most? Yeah. Well, uh, second season, because there's only two seasons, and the second season, they bring, they introduce a character they call Game Boy, who is literally just a floating Game Boy. Nice. And uh, that shit ruined it for me. Like, I liked the original season where it was just Kevin, the princess, Mega Man, Kid Icarus, uh, Simon Belmont, um, and I think I'm forgetting one, but uh, where they're going, you know, against Mother Brain. Uh, eggplant wizard and king hippo from punch out fame um like that was all video game related and then when they brought in game boy like it did start to feel a little bit more like it was a uh, just a commercial like they were trying to sell me shit um but early on there's some there's some great stuff uh like i said i like the dragon warrior episode i like the bayou billy episode there's one that's like a a baseball one uh the for rbi baseball i think i mean just just pick any of them. Like, there's one for Foxana do, uh, you know, um, if you've ever played that, that was a pretty popular RPG for the original Nintendo. So, yeah, just take your pick, whichever one, you know. Uh, I'll probably watch the Dragon Warrior and maybe Foxana do because those, in my memory, are my favorite because those were the games that I really liked as a kid. So, you know. Oh, yeah, prepare to be disappointed. And if, if you can't... Uh, find them online somewhere then just uh message me or whatever and we'll figure something out either i can you know rip them or something and we'll, we'll figure something out somewhere i'm sure all right man so maybe the next one will be a good one yeah maybe next time <laughs> all right man later on